Hi folks, how's it going? Welcome to the next edition of Serverless Crack. Um, all going well here. How are we going today? Good. Good. Um, Great. I'm uh, been in the industry for what, 20 odd years now, and I've got the traditional bad back. So I think it's uh, maybe that's an episode we can do. <laughs> how, to, how to avoid the, the pitfalls of uh, sitting at a desk all day. Yeah. Avoiding back injuries in the office space. Yeah. <laughs> All Pretty good, yeah. All it's good. impossible. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I'm just um having a lazy week as usual. <laughs> Very good. So um we were thinking we were kind of looking at the news this week. There was a few stories about kind of remote work, and um Simon Wardley had a great tweet that he talked about um like return to physical spaces. Will that happen or not? So we thought it might be good to maybe talk about what's the, the pros and cons of Working remotely versus versus return to work. Um, I mean, I think we all we all work remotely now, but we've worked for many years in the office. So we probably have a good experience of both. And I'd like to think we could be like a fairly even and fair analysis of it. What are you reckon? We um, I'm thinking maybe we just run through a list. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a uh, very topical in nature. I think uh, with the pandemic, it's sort of everyone work from home, but now we're, we're post pandemic, I guess, to to a degree. Um, these things are starting to emerge again about you know there's different factors at play but that seems to be a, a topic of conversation that's bubbling up again so it's good to maybe talk about our experiences of uh, both in office and remote work very contentious topic for sure though as well oh, yeah. yeah just to be clear goes without saying we're not really talking we're not talking about any individual company here yeah we're going to talk in generics or general because we do talk to loads of people who are working for different companies so we know yeah. there's lots of different things happening, but we're just going to own personal experience. All right, well, let's go through the list. I've created a wee list here. So uh, so remote versus in office, what do you think about team dynamics? I mean, we're all in a team. Do you think it's better or worse working remote or not impacted at all? Um, so working remote, team dynamics, it it's different. It is different. You have to acknowledge it's, it's different, but... Um, is it different good, different bad? I think you've just got to accommodate it when you're remote, don't you? So again, there's certain things there that um, that, that are different. Um, you know, like, so making time, uh, you know, managing calendars is a big one when you're working mm. remote. You know, you kind of, you have to be, I think it's, it's, it's always good to kind of, you know, try and get out in front of your calendar and block off space that you genuinely just, you know, you either need for, social type thing like chatting to people working with you know, getting your work done and getting your work done will require you know being able to reach the, out to people and talking to people and you know and, and protecting that space and that time and setting you know patterns around that when you're working remote I, I kind of find you, you do more that mm. when it, that works I think definitely in the office it's easier to go and tap someone in the shoulder if they're there but I always find even you think back to the office remember like there was times when we were kind of working where you'd have like the light on your desk you don't necessarily want people tapping you when you're sitting in an office. And you we used to yeah. tar- trial uh, turn the light red if I'm if I'm really busy and I'm in focus That's right. mode. Red light, green light, go green. Yeah. You know, so it's just the same. You know, and whereas I kind of feel like when you're remote, you can still do the same thing. Check someone's Slack status or their Zoom status, and you know, are they good? And you you'd ping them. I think you'll give me a, when you if you're good for a chat and you'd make time. So again, it's it's just been a bit more planful um, as well. And then I think. I think I look forward more to the team get-togethers when they do happen. 
when I'm remote, you know, so I make more of an effort. <laughs> okay, being honest. There's almost more there's more collaboration and more interaction between the team members because it's, it's only a, a Slack message away or a Teams message away and yeah. that forward is more more regular, more consistent than, you know, oh, I bumped into somebody in the elevator in the way to the, my floor. So there's, yeah. there's a bit, like you mentioned, a bit more planful, a bit more, um, maybe a bit more disciplined. I- I started to find. Remember when you said like in a bay and there'd be all your team sitting around you, and like if you'd really like your team was good crack, you'd sit and have good crack all day, and that used to be great fun. But then you wouldn't get any work done if you were sitting having the crack all day, talking about football, messing, and jokes on each other. That used to be good fun, like. But if you had something to do, it was a nightmare because there's always somebody Mike throwing something at you or whatever. Um, but yeah. then I find. Remember we started the thing that when COVID started, we would check in every morning as a team. That was good. We're having a wee quick check-in just to see what, the, and so you almost like kick your day off, see who everyone is, yeah. and just chat about whatever's happening, and then you go off and do what you need to do. So that, that was a nice wee practice, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough one. I certainly don't believe that the only good team dynamic is in the office. That's not true. No, I think that's different. Um, we're, I, we're, I, I, yeah, we're definitely saying there's much more opportunity for growing a more dynamic team, a more diverse team, a more distributed team, a more globally distributed team now than ever. So it's a lot harder it's a lot harder to have a click in remote first. That's true. Mm. Well that's yeah I never thought about that actually. You don't really see yeah. it as much. Remember people used to be like sneaking off for coffee and stuff and a lot of stuff would carry on. Mm. Or you know creeping around but you, it's very hard to do that remotely. No. There used to be the the unfair advantage advantages that the smokers had. Smokers, they all go and smoke and meet and, and have the little side conversations, and everyone else is going back and oh, we've already had the meeting. Yeah. It's a big good. sacrifice for a promotion. You start smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah, um, it's that's not, a it's good not, one. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. So it's, it's different, but I don't think it's any worse. So no. let's go for the next one. What about um, whiteboarding? Like I always used to like carrying a pen around and writing crap on the whiteboard. I used to enjoy doing that because it was always I think I'm more visual. And then people would say, every time I go in the office, you've written some crap up on the wall. But um, I I sort of struggled with that a wee bit. But then I'd maybe have a bit of paper sit in front of me where I can scribble to help me thinking. Yeah. But then you've got Lucid and Mirror and all that. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the emergence of the, the online collaboration tools has been a godsend in this regard. Right? Uh, all the tools now have some sort of whiteboarding capability. Um, and that's been massive for team collaboration better documentation, remote collaboration around the whiteboard, multiple people automatic or updating the same diagram or same architecture or same um, data flow. That's game changer, right? That is huge. Mm, yeah. It used to be you would almost like in the office, fire up you know, a Lucid or a mirror board to do the online collaboration was a better way of capturing what everyone was thinking in that yeah. moment. And then you also had it afterwards, whereas whiteboards, we would do all the stuff on the whiteboard and then there would be a massive burden to take yeah. a picture and try and transcribe it into something. Let me ask you this. Go into, your, go into your Google Drive sort of pre-pandemic and search for whiteboards and yep. it'll be full of pictures of whiteboards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. All right, you can... And then our thing, there's also the, 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 um, the conference to participate. Um, and we've done this loads. If, if you're sitting, if... if Two of us are sitting with the team and we're sitting drawing crap on the whiteboard. It's very unlikely that the junior engineer would go up and say, what about this? Yeah. But in Lucid, everyone's in there just throwing yeah. stuff in. So it's much more of a level playing field. 
I would say it's different again. You know, I think when you're in the office, it's easier to hold people's attention if you're on a whiteboard. Like, you know, they're there, they're actually present. There's, you know, they're not they're not physically distracted by another window where something they're reading or an email or a Slack or something like that. I do feel like when you're working remote and you're over Zoom and you're facilitating that, that can be a super challenge for any facilitator. But mm-hmm. again, I think you can navigate it with good facilitation. You know, like, so if I if I commit a time, you know, it's like if you go into a session, you say, right, we've, we're going to take two hours of our time here as a group. Let's use it effectively, right? So you need everyone's attention and focus. So you'll, like, normally when I go into those sessions, say we're doing event storming, it would be, look, guys, keep your camera on so I can, you know, because I like to, I'll keep the Zoom with all the faces and heads on one side, and we'll have the, the chart on the other side. And you, and you can still judge reactions and look who's, you know, you know, because we are very visual and we kind of see our people responding. So you ask people, keep your camera on. And if you need to leave or, or you have to go away for a second, switch it off. And if you need to go, it's fine. You know what I mean? So people are no, they know when yeah. you're not participating. So there's good, there's just, it's just different. It's different. Well, I think, I think the whole workshop etiquette has definitely changed and got much better. Mm. Um, way better. I, do you remember as well when we'd be planning event storming? You'd be like, we're going to do an event storming on like the 15th. I mean, mm. all this planning, and now it's like we should do an event storming in an hour's time. <laughs> you oh, just, yeah. you just lock it in. Make, that exact point. It used to be a massive overhead trying to schedule all the people, all the resources, all the sort of the the, the, right, the right markers. You know, making sure that you had enough time. You keeping the on the wall. <laughs> all that, all that stuff. Now it's like very spontaneous. Oh, I think we should do an event storming. Okay, when do you want to do it? Okay, that's mm. that's the North Star, and also we also have really compelling sort of base templates now to go along mm-hmm. with that. So mm-hmm. whereas in the past you would have spent ages, even when you had all the, the room, getting it all set up, getting it all sectioned off, getting the right sort mm-hmm. of your words on the board. Now you're seconds, you're productive. You're in the meat of what you're trying to achieve. So it's it's a huge game changer, I think. Yeah. So here's no one. Let's let's get into more of the environment. What about your what about your manager relationship? Because I think I mean, you always maybe in the teams you would have had your manager kind of probably sitting in the bay, and there'd be a bit of chat and a bit of you know they could see what you were doing and stuff. But remote, it's probably maybe it's like a weekly check-in, or whatever. Like, so there's a different different dynamic there. Yeah, there's different signals as well. So I think it's it's, it's definitely challenging, um, especially if people are they need, a, need an extra hand, bit of hand or they're struggling on certain things. Some of those signals are different. Some of those weaker signals are. I, are I, I think it's far harder for managers because I think a lot of managers work on spidey sense when they just like somebody looks like they're working or they're making the right shapes. I can see them sitting, you know, whatever they're doing. But I think now people don't see that, you know, or they're walking around a lot or your man's always getting cups of coffee. He's not doing any work. You know what I mean? That, I think a lot of managers worked in that way. Maybe I'm being unfair, like, but I don't think I am. But um, it's far harder to see that now as well. Yeah, and one and one thing I think you have to watch for is, I think in the office where you maybe are in for a fixed amount of time, you know, if there is an issue or whatever, something, it's easier to, to you know, you're going to escalate before you leave. Whereas if you're at home, you, you tend to kind of maybe, you know, people can give you a few extra hours or they're, they'll, they'll, they'll maybe procrastinate a little bit longer. So as, so as Mark is saying, I kind of feel like there's signals there, you know, you've, you do it's it's difficult. I think it is harder for mm. particularly for a manager. You're trying to work out how people are and where they're at and you know if they have a good fluid. Day. 
Yeah, the you, days that were fluid. You do miss it, I think. Yeah, that's sad. Which also for for more junior uh, people in a, in a team as well. You know, how do they mm. get that mentorship and sort of then how others do things? So you have to double down on some of those collaboration sessions and working sessions together, and you're bringing them on that way instead of the physical. Yeah. I think that the, the junior one is an interesting one. I definitely understand people say it's it's much harder for junior, but it's just different. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it is. It, it's it's you're not going to get the same type of experience that, that we would have got when you were starting off. But you're going to get a different experience. Mm-hmm. So, but we don't know if it's better or worse yet. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's not for me saying oh it's worse because it's not what I did. Mm-hmm. It could be better. I think it's, like any mentorship, it depends on the mentor, you know. True, yeah, and I think people are generally getting better at articulating what they're trying to achieve, document what they're doing. You know, um, so async communication mechanisms are much better as well. Conference paces, wikis, and, and what have you. Um, mm. So I think a lot of those are are people are writing stuff down more than they'd ever do. Or would have been yeah, they'll have to write stuff yeah. down. Yeah, less stuff in people's heads. So let's do another one. What about um, what about work-life balance? Mm. I don't want to say we work less; we get in trouble. Um, I think um, I think it's much better from a you know, the work remote. I think you're much more able to um, do the things at home that you would put off um, when you were in the office and you were home at six o'clock or whatever half you know, after your commute. Um, you're definitely seeing your your kids more if you have kids. Um, and you're able to balance the sort of work aspects a bit better, but again, it's, there's a double-edged sword there where, because you're at home, it's very you need to be disciplined about that separation of work and life because you can just do another half an hour in your office or you know answer those emails or respond to that Slack message or just check out last line of code before. So those half an hour, fifteen minutes, they all add up because it's just there and immediately. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll probably start to see more around that discipline around yeah. that separation. Yeah, I think it's harder. It is harder to switch off, I think, when you work remote. And there's, like, I'm guilty of this too. You know, I know you guys are good at this better than me anyway, but, like, not having, like, you know, certain things on your phone, uh, you know, certain apps on your phone so that when you do leave your office space, you know, you are kind of in offline mode or mm-hmm. you're in you're in kind of, you know, life mode as opposed to work mode. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's certainly a big challenge, um, but I kind of feel like if you're a workaholic, you're a workaholic, you know. Like so, I remember times where I'd still worked long hours and I'd still put the hours in, sit in the office, and then and then I've got an hours commute afterwards. Whereas I'll still put the hours in at home, but I don't have a commute, which is much better, yeah. you know. And I can just open the door and you know. I think not having a commute is good. Me, I think I remember hearing people saying that when they stop working, they go out for like a ten minute walk, go back yeah. in, you just clear your head. So the commute was nice to clear your head, like. But if you if it's not like if it's two hours, you're getting back in the day, and then I suppose Mike, don't use those two hours to work. Yeah, <laughs> go 100%. for a walk. <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I think everyone's experience will will differ as well. You know, we're pretty you know experienced in our careers and. We have to um, your own houses and what have you. Right? People have different um, scenarios, so the work-life balance, um, you know, that where those cutting points are for for is different for others, right? But people more junior in their career, they might be in a shared combination, they might be in a rented place, they might be in a you know shared sort of flat or whatever. So it may be maybe different for for different different people in different circumstances. Yeah. What about? Well, yeah. What about 
organizational belonging. That was something I remember thinking about because when you go in the office, you're in the office, you see people, they see all the brand on the wall and stuff like, and you're 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 in the office, you know what I mean? You're part you're in the organization. But then when you're sitting at home, like you're just looking at a laptop. I remember making a joke like when you change companies, it's just it's different different faces on the Zoom call. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Same work. But um what do you think about org belonging? Jake, it's 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 I think that's a big one. I think organizations will need to be um, doubly focused on what's their clarity of purpose, what's their mission, and making sure that that's articulated to all the people who work there. Because you want to really get your employees to buy into that mission, buy into that purpose. Um, because you're right, a lot of the paraphernalia of you know, the office environment where they have all the sort of those signalings and those things that the the brands that they would have out there may not be available to you at home. So yeah. The, you need to make sure that they're they're bought into the mission, they're bought into the purpose, they're bought into that um, reason for yeah. them. Um, I think there's a big thing that you kind of, you, know, you should like the people you work with and then like the thing you're working towards, like the mission. You know, a lot of those always silly things like, oh no, nice coffee and they have a nice seat and they have a nice desk or a nice view at the window, that's all gone, like, you know. Um, yeah, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, like so they're, you know, should be looking after people's basic stuff but then once you get into uh you know, like you're working for a company, you you got to like the challenge. You've got, you've got, you know, the work's got to be motivating. And then, you know, for the individual, you're always wanting to be kind of moving and developing and learning and then progressing, you know, and mm. and satisfying your own ambitions. Um, I think in the past, you know, it's, you know, I don't want to be controversial in some of this stuff, you know, but, you know, particularly when you're young and stuff, you can get caught up in the wrong kind of things there you know um and not really thinking objectively about stuff yeah um, and i think certainly when you're remote i think that's clear you know that, that stuff's less there's less volume on that yeah whereas mm -hmm. then you're more focused on what am i doing okay um okay this is not challenging or you know i'm not enjoying this or you know you're you're more i think you can see it better whereas if, if you're in the office and everyone's having great crack oh we're a big family all this sort of stuff you know why it takes you a bit longer to see it <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, yeah. my opinion i don't know i work, don't know it's just work is, subjective work is not your family and uh, it's no. much like sometimes try to lull you into that sense of <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. Remove the uh, very good what about um a deep work i think that's interesting one if you're sitting like doing writing or you're sitting coding um what's better remote or in the office i'd say the same thing again you know when you're in the office um it can be hard to kind of protect your space sometimes. Um, and there are ways of doing that in the office. You know, you have to kind of put things up and let people know you're you got your headphones on, your lights on. Um, I'm I'm focused. Same, same at home. I think the the thing that distracts me more at home is what's in the fridge or uh, you know, there's there's my 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 gaming consoles are not too far away and stuff. You know, you've got to be fairly disciplined to introduce introduce natural bricks and things like that, make sure you're not overworking. But same time my lights just coming um but yeah i uh i think there's there's way more options for finding the right space for you to do deep work yeah than there is in the office there's, there's a limited number of places the rooms you can book or but, yeah at home if, if you find going to a coffee shop is the place that you go for doing deep work you know that's more value available to you not that you can do that when you're in the office but it's you, know, yeah. you can, you can, it's easier just to switch everything off. All the, you know, your, your yeah. Just focus. Well, it's funny. It's funny because, um, 
I remember I always for for ages I would I would sit before I before with laptops I used to be sitting put headphones on I'm sitting trying to find a quiet maybe early in the morning we could sit maybe an hour or two clear we could focus while people ask me questions yeah. um or even when I used to get slagged off you remember you used to have the phone headsets put one of those on yep. sitting yeah. working I was on the phone better disturbing yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> but um what I then found out when that stopped working people figured out that's what I was doing I used to sneak down to a coffee shop. But then, even when I say that you're sneaking down to the coffee shop, you didn't. Mm. You felt like you were sneaking out of the office. But yeah. I think when you're remote, you can say, "Well, I choose to work somewhere. So if I want to work from a coffee shop to get some peace and quiet, then that's that's okay." Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's funny. I think it's more about remote. You have the choice. Where when you're in the office, there's a wee bit of guilt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here, do more just for the crack. What about executives? Do you think for executives again sweeping generalization? Do you think executives are happier remote? Or in the office, I think it really, yeah, really depends what what they're um, measuring, I guess, or what outcomes they're trying to achieve, right? Um, some of them are like the status symbols, some of them are like the the corner office, that sort of stuff, right? But I think that's hopefully in, on the wane a little bit. But what impact can they have? You know, can they measure the impact of their teams? Are they reaching their outcomes and goals? Is that harder for them when it's remote than in the office? The funny one. Yeah, depends. I, well, there's a lifestyle thing as well. I mean, some executives will travel a lot yeah. anyway, so it, that makes it easier that you, that 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 you can you've got more flexibility not having to rush in the office for half an hour. And plus, as well, a, a big one I found is that if you need to meet with someone, you don't have to fly over to somewhere mad. You can. It's okay to meet someone over Zoom. Where in the past, five years ago, would have been bad crack to meet an executive over Zoom. You'd have to go to them, but now it's yeah. okay. So maybe yeah. there's much more collaboration with executives yeah and i think like you know obviously um we would work with execs quite a bit um but it's the gaps in between the executive conversations can be quite you know big sometimes and Mm. but and if they are traveling they kind of meet or whatever like it's good to kind of just assemble as a team physically and yeah we got a we got a shared space like a you know a hotel or or um you know, some sort of office space somewhere and, and have those kind of face-to-face sessions. And those are good too. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of our conversations are normally going through numbers or metrics or trends or, you know, looking at strategy, strategic kind of conversations. And they, you know, they're, 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 they're like any other kind of interaction at a team level, yeah. uh, ultimately in my opinion. So yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. Last one then. So what about sustainability? Dun, dun, dun. Mark, you might have an opinion on this. I do indeed. I think uh, remote work is way more sustainable. I think, um, I know uh, Simon Worley talked about this, but the virtual miles you're saving. So if, if you know, you're in a, in a Zoom call with you know, five people who maybe all distribute globally, you know, how many flights and how many air miles and how many taxi rides and how many hotels we'd have to be engaged to enable that conversation in, in, in person, right? You're you're saving that, right? So mm. that those virtual miles you've travelled are should be something that you take into in the account um, when you're thinking about remote work and you're talking about online collaboration. Mm. You know, you're saving lots and lots of carbon and lots and lots of you know um, money. <laughs> diesel, it's very interesting expensive. to see. Very interesting to see what the story is like. I mean, between flights and, and even petrol from people driving into the office, like I'm, I'm sure it's reduced. I'm sure that I've never seen it. I haven't seen a stat 
I mean, it's not going to go back to normal, but the, the profile is bound to have changed. There has to be less cars on the road. Um, less wear on the tire of my bike. I'm not having to cycle to work. That's important. Yeah, and again, I think I think it's another one where she was like during the pandemic, we functioned well, like in my opinion, in in this regard. Um, mm. you know, and I think I'm at the point now where I used to travel quite a bit by air and stuff like that. But when you kind of looking back at it, there are times when it's good to kind of be in a room face to face, particularly if you're making big decisions, you know, and mm. you know, and you need to spend time together and work that out. But I feel like for majority of things you know even i'm traveling i'm sure you're the same do, do i need to do this you know like, what do i really need to be there like it's the first question you ask yourself now isn't it really um could i just do this as a remote working session most times they're they're more effective anyway so mm. and then you can switch off at the end of the day as well you know so i yeah i think so that's yeah, yeah. So that's doing no sense what do you what do you think then any any um big revelations between remote and um, return office? I think having experienced both for significant periods of time, I, I much prefer remote working. I think it's much more um, healthy, better work-life balance, um, get to see my family more, which is great. So uh, for me, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a massive um, advantage. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like? I think at individual level, I I do like I I'm, I really like remote work, and I didn't think I would, but I but I do. I I also like maybe a day a week where I do get together with people, and you know, and mm. get get the experience more social side. And I think as an org, it's definitely having having that opinion and and kind of working towards people will want options, you know, and you can't go one way or the other. You've got to yeah. kind of support people's needs in that and come up with some sort of strategy. Yeah. So I think it's harder. It's definitely going to be harder organizationally, but certainly individually, I, I like having options, you know, yeah. so I, I, I remote first, but but like the idea of meeting people quite regularly, you know. Yeah. Um, so I do like serverless. I mean, it's serverless first, not serverless only. So it's like remote yeah. first, not remote only. only. So you, exactly. You want the choice. You know what I mean? The choice to do it, but you don't have the pressure of everyone's in the office. I'm not there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like no, it's every every everyone is remote. So if you want to meet up somewhere, you can arrange it. Yeah. You can be where you want to be. Um, so, yeah, um, enough, there's enough experience out there now. There's all the good practices and guides and about how to make it successful, and how to make it work. That's now available. That. Um, you shouldn't if you're if you're not having a good remote first experience. There are lots of guidance and advice out there to help you make that uh, more yeah. productive. Cool. Yeah. So that's a crack. That's an interesting one now. So, um, well, cheers for listening. That, that I think that was a, a good discussion. So, have we look on the um, the serverlessage.com or blog and on our um, YouTube channel at Serverless Crack and um, at on Twitter at at the um, Serverless Age. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Bye.